This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. to the podcast welcome back to unwinding happy new year happy thursday how are we doing i'm so excited for this episode as per usual actually i wasn't that excited for last episode for the last bonus episode which i want to talk about for a second before we get into today's episode with social media fucking queen maddie who's actually been on the podcast twice before and honestly i'm just gonna like keep getting her to come back because I adore her. Um, Before we get into that, I wanted to say how fucking appreciative, whoa, is that another one I can't say? Another word I can't say? How fucking grateful I am for all of the love that I've been getting after that episode. Holy shit. I was not ready, honestly. I was not ready for that amount of love like I just feel so 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 fucking lucky for you guys that are just here with me um not only were you like sending me the sweetest fucking uplifting messages hyping me up being so supportive like I'm still going through them um so many of you were also I mean, were and are because there's a lot of you that are listening to the podcast like today. Today's Wednesday, by the way. And so many of you are sharing like past situations that you've been in that were similar or just like really, really shitty situations that you've dealt with or a lot of you are dealing with things right now in your relationships and you're sharing that with me. And I just like, I have felt so not alone in a situation where I would otherwise feel very fucking alone. You know what I'm saying? So I can just without a doubt say that you guys have been making me feel like just feel so much happier and just like, I don't know. I, I, I said this on my story, but I feel like you guys have my back. And that is something that I do not take for fucking granted. And I wouldn't change it for the world. And I hope you know that I have your back. And even if it takes me a second to DM you back, like I... Oh, I don't know. Like, I'm here for you. And thank you for being there for me. And just to wrap this up, I just want to say, like, sharing so much online is, like, scary. (laughs) And it feels intimidating. It carries a lot of vulnerability. But can I just say how fucking worth it it is? Like, listen, I don't... Like, do you think I wanted to, like, share all of that? Like... Actually, yeah, I did or else I wouldn't have. But a part of me was also like, whoa, bro, like you're really going to like put this out there. You know what I mean? And it was one of the most rewarding things I've ever shared because then I get to hear your stories. And then like, I don't know, it's just that's what it's about, you know. So thank you truly. And I will continue to share my little moments with you because 
I mean, the truth is we all go through highs and lows and I simply don't think it's fair or fun whatsoever to only share the good. Like, that's just not real life to me. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying you have to, you know, you have to post every shitty thing that happens to you. Obviously not. That's not what I mean. But what I mean is there are moments in our lives and they don't have to be that crazy, that deep, that, you know, whatever. There are moments and things that we go through that a lot of people go through as well. And so if you do share, you know, your life online, if you are a creator of any kind, like I'm not sitting here telling you to go share your deepest secrets. Like, no, I understand that. And we all have boundaries, but like, you know, if you really are trying to, if you are craving to feel closer with your community, I'm encouraging you to give them something. Give them a little piece of you. It doesn't have to be a big piece. You can start small. But if you are craving more depth with your community, I'm telling you, give them something and you're going to see how rewarding it is. Like, it was so fucking rewarding to share that. Like, holy shit. I... I don't think I'd feel as, you know, as good as I feel right now if it weren't for me sharing and and all of the love and the messages and everything that I've been getting. And I'm not saying I feel like amazing, but like god, I just feel so ooh, fuck, sorry. I just feel so like not alone, you know? So, anyway, I really wanted to thank you. And just in general, I've been getting so much love for the podcast lately and it makes my fucking day, you know? Like, listen, I I don't make a dime off of this podcast. I don't have sponsors on this podcast. I haven't I haven't monetized it and that is something that I mean hopefully will change in the future, you know what I mean? But for now like I don't care. I don't care because this is literally something I do because I love it. Like I love it. I love sharing with you. I you know, I don't know. I feel like we get to just like talk shit every week for an hour and I love it so much. It's one of the happiest parts of my life, honestly, is like this podcast and it wouldn't be one of the happiest parts of my life if I didn't have you on that end, like listening and like interacting with me afterwards. Because if like nobody was listening or, you know, I, it wasn't being received, like it wasn't being received well, like I don't think I would do it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, with that said, thank you so much. And yeah, I'm just so grateful. So thank you. Now let's talk about this episode, okay? Wow, 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 wow. So Maddie is absolutely killing the fucking game on Instagram and TikTok and with her coaching business, like truly killing it. So of course we get into strategies, we get into it all, but we also go deeper in this conversation today, which I loved. We talk about the stuff that you can't measure with numbers, like purpose and confidence and comparison and imposter syndrome and all of these like things that come up when you are dealing with um, life, honestly, but also just like being online you know whether you are a consumer or a creator or both because a lot of us are both right so whether you're looking to pop off online or not i promise you there's something in this conversation for you so i hope you guys enjoy go give maddie some love tag us if you listen and give yourself some love as well okay i'll see you guys next week and enjoy the episode ready (laughs) hello hello welcome back for the third time I am so excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you for being with me on this Friday afternoon. I'm so excited. Okay, we're just going to like jump into it because people know you by now. And if you don't know who Maddie is, what are you doing? She's been on here twice before. And I forget what we talked about in the first one. I feel like we did, I think it was 
hella social media based of course and then the second one we kind of like I selfishly took over and was like okay help me like tell me what I'm doing wrong and now this one I want to like get more nitty-gritty with some questions but then I also want to talk about shit that we've never talked about like comparison imposter syndrome like all these things that I think are so real when you're doing what we're doing and even in normal everyday life you know but the first question I have for you is is Instagram dead Oh my gosh, you know, I've had so many clients ask me this. Um, No, it is not dead. It is still the most used platform, if we're talking stats. Okay. But, you know, is it dead to certain age groups? Possibly. I Mm. think Gen Z are getting over it. But I think at the end of the day, we need to think, who are we targeting? Who do we want to see our content? And where are they? Mm-hmm. If you're trying to target people that are really young, Gen Z, trendy, you know, young folks, maybe their demographic isn't as much on Instagram nowadays, but they're still there. So think about who you're targeting because Instagram possibly will turn into what Facebook has turned into, but it's not there yet. And there's still a lot of people on there. So when it comes to businesses, and creators, you know, a lot of the target market that you want is still on Instagram. Where are you seeing the most growth lately, maybe for you and maybe for your clients? I know it's so hard to answer that question because like you said, it depends on what you're doing, who you are and what you're trying to sell or whatever it is. But um, maybe we can just talk a little about this. Like, are you seeing more more growth on IG like from your, sorry, I meant to say, where are you seeing more growth from Instagram? So like, directly from like reels are you getting more traction there are you seeing more people crossing over from finding you on tiktok to your instagram like what do you what's been going on with that i think that reach potential um by far tiktok has more possibility there however for my account personally i've seen more growth with instagram Mm. so it just depends but i'm looking at like all my clients all the businesses i work with by far, TikTok has more reach potential when it comes to someone starting out fresh, someone that doesn't have an audience. That is where you want to go for reach. However, sales is a different story because right. I see Instagram as still the best tool when it comes to driving people to buy things. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that going away anytime soon until TikTok starts to incorporate more, you know, features that allow people to have more of a one-on-one experience. Like for example, TikTok it's really hard to DM people. Yeah. And it's just so um, quick. It's like, do you think right. do you think they'll ever do some sort of like story kind of thing like where you can like I don't know, I can go to your TikTok and I can click your actual profile and I can like see something that's a little more still or would that literally just be like they're just, you know, So they actually tried that. And the fact that a lot of people aren't talking about it shows that it just didn't work. No idea. I had no idea. So, (laughs) you know, like for me, I think TikTok and Instagram are, they can work so well simultaneously together. So if you have a strategy in place that kind of incorporates them both, you can do really well without doubling your work. And so what I like to tell my clients is, okay, a lot of them have no time. That's that's their yeah. issue is that they have no time, which right. I totally understand. So how can we cut your time in half or cut it back 
and still get you to be posting consistently on both platforms every day. Mm -hmm. So what I say is TikTok is a little more laid back. It's not super, you know, um, perfect. Curated. People aren't, yeah. You know, yeah, it's not curated. So what if you took, you know, and you want to put out more on TikTok? People expect a, more often on TikTok. So what if you took your stories from Instagram and, you know, you were th um, thoughtful about the stories you're putting out there and turned those into TikToks. Because, That's a great you know, idea. you really don't want your TikToks to be more than 15 seconds anyways. Yeah. So I try to say, okay, be a little bit more thoughtful about your Instagram stories and then try to turn, turn those into TikToks. And then, you know, sometimes you could get out five TikToks in one day. Right. Um, and you'd be good to go. Can we ever really blame the Instagram algorithm? Or is that just an excuse? You know, everyone thinks the algorithm's out to get you, and <laughs> it, it's just not true. Like, yeah. the algorithm works for you. It really does. So I, I, I try to, like, talk to my clients and say, listen, no algorithm is out to get you. It's, it's working for you. It's trying to feed your content to the right people, and it's trying to feed content that viewers want to see. It's also so not just one algorithm. I didn't it's exactly there are tons of them like we all think right. it's like this one thing that we all fucking hate but actually there's so many of them people think there's just someone you know yeah. behind the screen like, like okay fuck yeah, her i'm not gonna let anybody we're see gonna push her video today <laughs> yeah. yeah we don't like her today <laughs> i mean so it, feel, it feels like that sometimes like sometimes it feels like that but you know I, I know what you mean. And you, you put a lot of effort and you, you feel super confident about a video that you're putting out. And if, if it doesn't perform well, you know, it can be a, it can be a shot to your ego. And it, mm -hmm. it, it is hard. And mm -hmm. I think we all deal with that. But at the end of the day, each video should teach you something. Yep. And the best thing you can do is look at the analytics after that 24 hours when you can see the analytics for that video it tells you everything you need to know about what was good about that video and what was bad about that video. Watch time is a huge analytic that we should all be looking at and paying attention to. Um, a video could get a lot of views but have a low watch time. So in my eyes, that isn't a good performing video if it doesn't have a long watch time. That's a great tip. That's a great tip to be more mindful of our, of our insights. I feel like I don't do that enough. Just because I forget, People I don't know. I just like don't checking every day. I think. Wow. Okay. Great. Love that. Can we post? Let's talk about Instagram with this question. Obviously, can we post twice a day? How do you feel about that? Like, how do you feel about posting a photo and then maybe a reel or two reels or three? Like, sometimes I'm asking this because I'm actually curious because I I can't seem to find a pattern with this. Like, there are some days that I have you know, maybe I was behind on a brand collab that had to go up that day, but like, I need something to go before that for my aesthetic because I haven't let go of the aesthetic. I know we've talked about that, not there yet. Um, so I have to post two times in a day and sometimes both did well. And I'm like, oh my God, great. Maybe I'll do that more often. And then one day I post two and it's like the first one tanked, the other one does really well. Or the first one does really well, the other one tanks. It's like, is there a method to this or literally is there not, like, it just like, it doesn't matter. I think there's no specific method for anyone, but I think everyone can find their rhythm. Yeah. And you want to find your rhythm and stay consistent with that. So, you know, I've seen, I have one client who will post two reels a day and one carousel post every single day on Instagram. Three posts a day. 
three posts a day. God bless her soul. I know. Amazing. (laughs) The two reels she posts aren't on her feed. Aren't? So on her feed is only carousels. So, you know, it's just, and it works so well for her. But then I have people that only post reels only on the feed, and it works so well for them, too. So you got to find your rhythm. And, like, in my eyes, you know, I have a lot of people that also care about aesthetics. And listen, I I think for a while I was just, you know, forget about the aesthetics. Just put out the content. But I'm starting to be a little bit more understanding that people just can't let go of that. And that's okay. And yeah. there's a workaround, right? Right. But if you have a video that went that performed really well on TikTok, for example, because I know you have your TikTok, and you don't think it's going to fit into the aesthetic of your page, just don't post it on your feed. Just put yeah. it out there. Don't worry about the cover photo. Don't worry about the aesthetic. Just put it on the Reels tab. It'll still push your content out to random people. Um, so just don't worry about that. Just, you know, it doesn't have to be on your feed every single time. Have you heard, I heard this, actually one of my friends told me this yesterday. She was like, oh my God, I heard on TikTok, like stop posting your Reels to your feed and just post them to the reels and it's like apparently working really well for people what i regardless of your answer to that can we just talk about how like suffocating it can be sometimes when it's like every fucking person is telling you to do something different and i'm like okay so i have to do this okay no no no, no. so you did like it's like it's overwhelming it's i think it's a beautiful thing because we have so much information and there's so many people like you that are literally taking their days to teach us how to like get better at it and find our groove and, and create content and content ideas. And we would honestly, like, I feel like so many people would be lost without people like you, you know what I'm saying? But then sometimes it's like, how do we let go of that in a way? And like, just take what, what resonates with us. And like, it's, I don't know, it's just like suffocating sometimes to hear so many different things and you want to try everything. And I feel like sometimes I try, I try to try different things. And so therefore I'm not like in a, pattern and I think sometimes a lot of these apps like when you are in a flow did I even ask anything what was what was that question I don't know I think I think at the end of the day if you are posting every single day that's that's a rhythm you want to stick to and right you know you can experiment with that right yeah. so um I have heard that multiple times people are saying just don't post to the feed at all you're we're getting way more um views than before and I see how that can work because what, what I think happens, and we don't know this for sure, but what I think happens when you post a reel without posting on your feed is it goes straight to the reels tab and they're pushing it out more of like an FYP on TikTok. Got it. Whereas if you post it on your feed, you're getting more of your initial followers Got it. having to react to that post. So mm-hmm. if your initial followers aren't super engaged with that video then yeah, it may, may hurt its overall reach for that mm-hmm. video. But mm-hmm. let's say you have really engaged followers, then I could see it helping even more to be posting it on your feed than if you weren't. So I think it just depends page by page and we should all be super open to experimenting on our page and take every, it, you know, every piece of advice with a grain of salt because... Yeah. There is no perfect answer to anything. And if anyone is giving you a perfect recipe to success, don't believe them because there is none. There is none. Every algorithm is, you know, conformed to our own page. So my algorithm will be different than yours. And so there's, you know, what works for me won't exactly work for you. Absolutely. I love 
to see your content everywhere because you. you it's so evident that you like are really aligned in what you're sharing and what you're doing and you can tell how passionate you are you can tell that you know you're enjoying the content you're creating and I think that's when you really that's the recipe I think for success is when you're actually doing shit that you love surprise surprise like when you're actually doing things you love and sharing them with people in a way that is digestible to people and it just like it makes me so like I just I love seeing your face everywhere I love it what 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 would you say to somebody who like wants to find that like they want to find like their little magic you know online for content creators specifically but maybe they just don't know how to do that they don't know like they like a lot of things they don't know what their exact little purpose is not that there has to be one but what would you say to somebody maybe who's like struggling to find their like groove online you know I like to do this activity where you just you write down like your day-to-day and like maybe you're weak, okay? What are you doing throughout the day that brings you joy, that you know, you don't let a, ga- a day go by where you don't do that? And like, you know, what stands out? What's something that you could like maximize on and learn yeah. more about and become more of an expert in? For me, for a while, it was like I, I was putting so much of my time and effort into skincare that I you know started a little box I'm like why not I'm already doing all of the research for this might as well learn more by sharing more right so I that's kind of how I started that then when I kind of saw that I was you know learning so much and growing faster than I was before I realized that hey I would love to talk to other people and help them get to where I am because it's a lot easier than I realized a year ago. Right. And so, you know, that became my new passion project. So I think it's it's whatever that you you feel you want to learn more in, that you're passionate about, that you, that's not like just work for you, you know? It has to be something that you just want to envelop your life in and that you can, you know, listen to podcasts about and read about and have conversations with other people about. And I, I really do think that you shouldn't pick something random like, oh, well, skincare is really cool right now and everyone's blowing up over it. Like maybe I'll start a skincare account, but I don't really love skincare, but yeah. you know, it's, it's trending right now. Well, skincare and beauty might not always be trending. So you, it's not something that, you know, will always be there for growth. So you have to pick something that you're passionate about. You need, you need to pick something that you can stay consistent with, that you can completely like envelop your life in. And I promise you, you will see success just because you're there and you're driven and you're not going to stop no matter what, you know? Something that I love that I always go back to that you said, I don't know if it was in the first or second episode, but you said that we have to detach from the outcome sometimes. So like not basing how you feel about your content not basing that off how it performed or at least always. And I want to talk about that for a second because, I mean, we just mentioned that, how it's like maybe you post a video that you love that is aligned in what you're doing. It's aligned with your content. It's the message is, you know, it's what you want to share with people. It's a little bit of what what you want to share with people, but maybe it didn't perform well for whatever reason. How do we detach from that and not let that like hurt us 
because it's so funny when it's like vice versa right when you put out a video and it's aligned with you you love it and then it does well you're like fuck yes it's like literally like three shots of espresso to the face like now you want to create like a hundred more it's like the best feeling it's like instagram like lifts you up to the sky when like a video does well and then it just sometimes just like fucking drops you so how do we how can we detach from that you know what do you do when that happens so you have to think about you know what in our minds when something doesn't perform well it's like vanity metrics right we didn't get as many likes as we did on another video but unless you got zero likes it performed well so it resonated with people and that's all that. that matters i love that so i i think at the end of the day we have content that will reach the masses and that will, you know, whether it's trends or funny content or something that is relatable to everyone. And then we have the nurturing content that is a little bit more specific and may nurture a smaller part of your audience, but that content is sometimes the content that actually makes a difference in the people that are listening to you. And if you feel really good about it, I promise you other people do too. And vanity metrics are not the key to success, they do help you learn about how you can improve your videos. And maybe you made two videos that kind of had similar messaging and they didn't perform as well as some of your other videos, but why don't you just compare those two because they had similar messaging and see which one performed better and then maybe replicate that. But just because it didn't get the most likes ever does not mean it didn't perform well because if people are liking it, people are commenting, that means you did something right. I love that answer because it's almost like when we say like, oh, it didn't perform well, we should probably change that to it didn't perform well enough for me because we were expecting something else. We wanted more likes. We thought it was going to get this many likes. And then it also probably goes back to something I'm trying to get rid of, our expectations, right? Because so my TikTok journey is quite a complicated one. (laughs) I... As you remember, I was like, okay, I got this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to stick to it. Decided I was going to do more like mental health shit. I did for like a month and then I fell off. And then for the also I've been just like drowning. So that's also why. But the last few months I was just kind of like, I didn't want it to completely die, but I also wasn't taking care of it whatsoever. So I was just posting like if I made a reels that I liked, I would post it on there. Literally tanked because the kind of reels that I create that doesn't work on TikTok. Like it, it's the intros are too slow. They're too long. Nobody gives a fuck. Like I have to, it just doesn't work. Right. Which is fine. And so I'm like back on it again. Like I'm like, okay, like I know that there is like, I know that I can do this. Like I know that I can create a beautiful community on TikTok. Like I really know I can. It just, whatever it, you know, a million list of excuses. And so I'm like back on it. Right. I posted a, a video the other day and obviously it tanked because I haven't been on there in a while. And so I sat with myself and I'm like, okay, you need to just like literally ignore right now. Like I just need to find a groove. I just need to get into a groove. I just need to find a rhythm like I was before. And at the beginning, I'm not going to like the numbers and that's okay. Like you can't expect, you know, you just pop off and then like you leave for a while and then you come back and then everybody's just like, hi, welcome back. Like here are all the, like it's not going to work like that, right? And we expect all these things of all of our content, which is great because it means like we, you know, we care, we want to do really well. But I think sometimes we also have to let go of the expectation 
that anything that we put out is going to perform the way we want it to because that's not up to us. Exactly, exactly. And you you also have to understand that, you know, people um, react to videos a lot of times when they recognize you, right? So exactly, it, it's, it is a slow growth and you'll notice that the more consistent you are, you're so consistent on Instagram. So know. people know and they recognize your face and they, yeah. they're willing to get through the intro and they're willing to exactly. watch the whole thing because yeah. they know you and they know a lot about your life. But if you haven't shown up for on TikTok for a while, that's okay. You can still get there. But it does take a while for people to recognize your face again, to feel invested in your life again, and to want to hear from you. Because at this point, you, you might, might as well be someone brand new to them. Literally. And... You know, and that's okay. That's that's you, there's still so much opportunity there, but consistency is key no matter what. I have listened to so many podcasts about how to grow on TikTok, and you know, I'm like, where's this the, the trick? You yeah. know, what's the trick? And everyone's like, consistency. Just consistency. show up. Honestly, it's just like literally up. just showing up. That's it. I think on like if there we, was a trick, I would I would know it by now. Trust we would me, all fucking be doing it. Literally, literally. <laughs> Okay, yes. I want to talk about imposter syndrome. I want to talk about what that means to you when I say that. Like, what does that even mean? And has it shown up this year at any point? So imposter syndrome to me means that you don't feel qualified enough to be talking about something or you don't feel like you have the right to be talking about something. I always, I mean, I think anyone that shows up online experiences imposter syndrome because there's always going to be someone that in your eyes is better or more knowledgeable or better at making videos blah 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 but we have to stop comparing ourselves to others because no there's always going to be someone that's better no matter what but and what stops a lot of people from um improving ourselves is using that as an excuse well never be that person so we we need to put all of that aside and stop trying to compete with other people and compare ourselves to other people because we're only in competition with ourselves and I know that's cliche we hear that all the time but it is true so you we need to wake up every day and say okay how can I improve my last video Mm -hmm. even if it's a little inch even if it's the lighting if it's the microphone if it's you know how fast I'm talking how can we improve every single day? And just just let yourself improve every day. And a month from now, a year from now, you can easily be at the same level as the people that you aspire to be. But I think we, we need to stop thinking that we're not qualified because there are plenty of people that are less qualified than you, that are making more, that have more followers, that made it because they just believed in themselves and they didn't let themselves give up. So just be in competition with yourself. Understand that no matter what, there's always going to be someone better than you. And I say that in quotes because that's just, you know, to the eye of the beholder. We don't, like, what's better? Like, there's, you know, they they think the same thing about other people. It's different. Maybe it's not better, but it's different. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, we just need to like stay on our own lane. Don't worry so much about what other people are doing. But I do think and I I heard a really good quote the other day and I wrote it down, but I don't want to mess up this. But um, it said something like 
you know, hang around groups of people and people that are living the life you aspire to live. And I loved that because it's like, it's so true because we are who we surround ourselves with. So, absolutely, you know, try to find groups, try to find people that, you know, are living your, the life that you want to live, that you can, um, collaborate with, that you can talk with. And that is another way of just, you know, getting ahead than where you are now, just by enveloping yourself in that lifestyle. And I think that's so applicable to who you follow because exactly. I don't want to be following everybody that's like me. Like, I don't, like, that's so boring to me. I don't want to see, you know, and like, I, I love to follow different people, but I also make note of when I'm starting to go down that path of like, oh, fuck, like for whatever reason, that person's content is making me feel kind of way. Maybe it's their growth. Maybe it's this, maybe it's that. This doesn't happen to me that much anymore. Thank God. And I think it doesn't happen to me that much anymore because I've been, I've been working so much on my own confidence and just me as a human, like not even me online, but me as a human. So I think once you have more of that confidence with yourself and like you, you know what you're doing, you know why you're doing it and you know that maybe you don't know how or when it's going to happen, mm-hmm. but it will, right? Um, exactly. But I think being so mindful of like who you're following, people don't realize that, but like you're tapping on someone's story every single day of your life. That's like minutes of your life that you, every a minute, more than a minute a day that you're like watching somebody, listening to somebody, like you're like consuming that shit every single day. So I don't think people are mindful enough of this. You know, like if someone's bothering you, if someone's making you feel some kind of way, if somebody's content is not making you feel inspired, not making you feel happy, not entertaining you, stop watching it. It's literally that simple. But I think something that I was saying to one of my best friends on Monday, I was feeling so like, I don't want to, I don't know if it was imposter syndrome, but it's more like, sometimes I'm just like, does anybody even care? You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, I am like, does anyone even care what I'm going to say today? Like I was going to post a story talking about some dumb shit on Monday. And then I'm like, nobody gives a fuck about this. Like, why am I going to post this? And I hate when I get into those mentalities because the beautiful people that I, that follow me and the beautiful community that I have, they don't deserve me thinking that way because they never have shown me that. Like every time I put something out, they give me love and, and you know, somebody, um, like something I say resonates with at least somebody. So it's like, they don't deserve me saying that. Like that's unfair of me to even think that way, but also I'm human. And it's like, obviously I think it just, it's a lot what we're doing. We're like so saturated with just so stimulated, not saturated, like so stimulated always that it can get like exhausting. So I was telling one of my best friends this on Monday and I'm like, I just feel some, sometimes I'm just like, does anyone even care what I'm doing? And we were talking about it, whatever. And then I said to her, like, I think a part that sometimes, or that was getting to me this weekend was like, you know, most people's jobs, you know, their performance metrics and their analytics aren't out there for the world to see. But us, so much of what we do and so much of how, quote unquote, we are performing in a way is literally there for anybody to to see. And that's like, you know, if you really think about it, like that's like, honestly, like it takes balls to do what we do. I'm just going to say it because you're just it's like you're so vulnerable in a way Mm -hmm. and I think it's so natural for it to get to you sometimes like it's not fun but like I don't know it just I think it's hard when so so much of what we do is tied to numbers I think that's what it is 
I wish like I honestly sometimes wish it was like such a different way of measuring this like I don't know how it would be but like I don't know what do you like what are your thoughts on that it can be hard to um we all we all fall into that you know I mean we're especially we're turning our careers into our lives online we're monetizing our lives literally it it's it's a scary it's scary because not only are we being vulnerable and letting people peek into inside of our everyday but there's all, everyone can make comments and come to conclusions and so that is why I think it is so important for you to 100% show up as yourself don't don't pretend to be a, anyone else yeah. because people see through it they really do and I've noticed myself when I uh, I always question, oh, should I share this? Or, oh, should I post this? I hate the way I look. Or I hate mm-hmm. I hate how my laugh sounded at the end of this. Or, you know, but I just do it anyways because those are always the ones that end up having I know. the most engagement. And I it's know. like people, it's because people can tell that you're just kind of being yourself and that's what resonates. And so I'm trying a little bit more each day trying to improve each day on just allowing the internet to see more everything about me no filters no you know no double takes I'm just like putting it out there if I mess up I mess up this is me this is how I talk this is how I am this is my corny joke that I laughed at and I think you know people do you do find your tribe that way because you find other people that also find that funny or that mm-hmm. also you know, struggle with this. And that's kind of where you want to build your community is around people that experience, you know, similar pain points as you, similar, um, you know, laugh yeah. at the similar stuff as you. So yeah. just that's how you, like, make, make your community. And if they don't agree with you and if they're judging you and if they're just sending your story to someone else to laugh at, eventually they're going to stop coming, mm-hmm. right? Because they obviously don't care that much. They're just making fun of you eventually we'll get them to go away because you know no one wants to see someone that they hate over and over and over again if they do then that's an issue they should probably um, go to see someone about but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like over time like you just you will you will make this community of people that share similar interests of, as you and it just it, it's a beautiful thing you know I want to validate what you said about every day you're trying a little bit harder to like show up as more of who you are because mm-hmm. I don't think people realize how like scary that can be. And I know nobody's like holding a gun to our head telling us like, go post your life <laughs> online. Like I get it, but I'm just saying like this whole thing, whatever we're doing is so rewarding in such weird and cool ways, but it's also fucking hard and scary and you have to be brave in a way. Like you really do. Um, you really do. And so right. I love that you're doing that and that, like I also want to hold on to that today and I hope anybody listening can like hold on to that like how can you show up like even one percent more of as yourself today like is there some little part of your life that maybe it's time to share you know like I I love I don't do this strategically but I've realized that it's happened over time and I think it's natural I slowly start sharing more of like the characters in my life or like the different parts of my life or the little different interests that I have or different this or different that. It's like, and I think that's so cool, right? Because you're just giving your audience a little piece of you. And I love when people 
do that and it's even cooler when people start to fall in love with the different characters in your life like when i post my mom everybody goes fucking nuts like everybody loves my mom more than they love me which is fine i understand (laughs) but it's like things like that is what i think it it makes it so special you know like i don't know i love that and i love that you said that what would you say to somebody who is online who's really struggling with comparison like they're just like i'm not good enough i'm like i'm not this i'm not that i know it's a layered question but if you got to give that person a little pep talk what would you say I think a lot of that stems from what they're viewing online, honestly. Yeah. Because if you, you know, take away, like, you compare because you see what other people are posting and you're comparing yourself with that. Right. So, what you know, as you're scrolling through stories or as you're going down your feed, recognize what posts make you feel positive and what negative feelings are coming into your mind at the time. And I fully believe that if someone or something is giving you negative thoughts every single time you see it, that it is 100% okay to remove that from your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that person did anything. Doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have to have an excuse or a reason why. If if it's bringing in negative thoughts, like, like what you said earlier, surround yourself online with things that make you feel good and that bring a good side out of you and I think that's the best thing you can do if you're if you're comparing with other people it's because you're comparing to someone that just doesn't sit right with you or maybe just you know is is deep down an insecurity that you have that you need to look deeper into but if it's not helping to see it then it's okay or you don't have to unfollow them maybe just um you know like mute them mute them like there's a lot of ways you can do it, but you, I think it's it's important to like whether it's um, maybe you keep a journal and you like write down every single time you you feel a negative thought. Love that. Or maybe write down every time you you feel something positive, and try to alter your feed mm-hmm. to a way that you know supports the positive thoughts. Absolutely, I, think. I love that. But I mean, obviously, we can all you know, talk to someone, we can all, whether it's a mentor or a therapist, I think it's important to have people in your life that, you know, that you can turn to, that can hear you out um, as an outsider and, you know, talk you through these things because we could all use it no matter what. I always have negative thoughts, um, you know, around, about certain things and it's something that I want to work on and, you know, Sometimes you can't do it yourself. Sometimes you need um, help with that. Absolutely. And I think for anybody who is wanting to be online or wants to start something online, any sort of online presence, and I think this is applicable to life in general, but if you're, you know, if you're online and you are telling me that you have never once compared yourself, that you never once have doubts, that you never once have felt shitty looking at somebody else's content, have never felt inadequate, whatever it is, you're full of shit because I'm sorry, even the most confident person ever is human and has human feelings. And part of those human feelings is sometimes comparison because we feel inadequate. That's what it is. It it goes back to us not feeling good enough or our content isn't good enough or I should have done that. I should have done this. I think it's so normal to feel these things. It's more like, what are you going to do about it? How can we minimize them? How can we control them? How can we what's the what are we going to do about them basically where are we going to put these feelings because if you're feeling them all the time then i definitely think that something has to change 
Because if nothing changes, nothing changes, right? Um, you know what I just realized? I love how you make us feel like a part of your life, but we also don't know that much about your life. You know what? Do you, you do that on purpose, right? Like, are you are you purposely like not going to share this, but I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to make you feel like you know about this, but like I'm actually not going to share about this? You know what I mean? I think I, yes, I, I know what you mean. And um, there's just like certain aspects of my life that I, I don't think I'm like ready for other people to like, I guess, comment on, you know? So, like, for me, it's, like, not everything makes me feel uncomfortable, but I don't need, I don't need people, you know, making, um, you know, comments about certain things in my life, you know, like, whether it's, like, my relationship. Like, I really don't share my relationship that often, and it's just because I just don't feel like I need people to To be in that part of my life, right? I totally get that. But then, like, you know, I'm starting to, like, I, I did the few um, series with my dad, and everyone was, like, loving those videos where I'd, like, ask him, like, skincare questions, and it made me realize, like, I, I never really have share, shared my family before, and so I did a little bit, and I realized, okay, like, this is kind of fun, like, it, it makes me feel good, they enjoy it, I enjoy it, um, I think that this is something I could continue to do, but I, I am very um, reserved when it comes to certain parts of my life. And I think it's mainly just because I'm not going to share something if I'm at all vulnerable about that, yeah. because I know what's good for me. Yeah. And if, if I think that anything could go wrong there, then I'm just going to, um, be careful with it. Like I respect that a hundred percent, but like, I would love to see like, what does Maddie do during the weekend? Like, give me a weekend vlog one day. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, that would be so cute. Like a little like it doesn't even have to be like invasive, but it just like little clips of your weekend. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I would love that. Speaking of that, what's your morning routine looking like these days? So, mornings, I I try to wake up pretty early, but um, you know, if I end up working late at night, then I'll I'll let myself sleep in. I always go on a walk with my dog and my boyfriend. We go to a little coffee shop um, down the street. And I try to get in yoga or Pilates. I'm not really into like anything else at the moment. I'm just like listening to my body and kind of doing Love that. what I feel. And, um, you, you know, I usually do my skincare routine. I try to get at least one video out of that. Makeup, I try to get at least one video out of that. So anything I do, it's like I, I think about, okay, what could I get content out of this right literally at the top of our minds always like always always so that's what I I try to do um I've been pretty busy lately I have a few um things coming something's coming in two weeks that I'm excited about but I can't quite say anything yet um can't wait so I have been a little a little busy but I um so I like you know I used to cook all the time and now I'm like doing a lot of meal prep services and stuff so you know things change from time to time I'm definitely more busy now than I have been in the past but um yeah just trying to get back into the groove groove of things after um being gone for so long (laughs) love that I love that so much my mornings have changed so so much too and I was thinking about this the other day I was listening to a podcast in Spanish and I I love what she said where she was like you know how you know we had I feel like there was this like groove of like 
wake up at 5 a.m. and like fucking, you know, journal, write, meditate, run a 5K. Like that's how you're going to be successful. Like I fully believed that. Like I was drinking that Kool-Aid. I thought that if I didn't wake up at 5 a.m., I was not going to be successful. And because it really was. Do you remember when I'm like what what time I'm like speaking of? It was like a, I don't know, maybe like two years ago. I feel like it was just like the thing. Like that's what like it was like so impressive and this and that. And I'm not knocking that by any means. I think everybody needs to do what makes them happy. But I realized maybe that's just the season of life that I'm in right now. I fucking hate waking up at 5 a.m. and 6 a.m. and like 7 p.m. to be 7 a.m. to be honest with you. Like I'm more of a like 7:45, 8 a.m. queen right now, and <laughs> it made me. Love that. Maybe it's because I am staying up later, working late, you know. But before that was just not at all my groove, and so. I love that you said you're just like listening to your body and that things are changing. And I think that's so okay. Like we're not always going to want to do the same shit. Our bodies don't always want to do the same things. Sometimes exactly different things work for us. Like I never thought I would be the kind of girl who like stayed up until like midnight or 1am working because I want to, because it feels good because I'm feeling inspired and creative. And then I wake up at like eight and my day started a little bit later now. Like when I realized that I was like, holy shit, my life looks so different than it used to. And yeah, I don't know what my point was with that, but I love this whole just notion of like, who cares what everybody else is doing? Wake up whenever the fuck you want to wake up. If you're going to be more productive at 5 a.m., then amazing. And if not, then amazing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's important to just like listen to, you know, take note of like, what days did you get the most done that you felt the best that you know, you would want to replicate and replicate those days. And sometimes it's the days where I wake, I work really late and, you know, wake up late. (laughs) Yeah. But I think social media likes to tell us there's one right way to do things sometimes. And it's Mm -hmm. absolutely not true. And it took me a little bit to realize that, but okay. My last question for you, sadly, but like, I know you're going to come back, so it's fine. Um, literally will force you to come back for like round 10. Um, my last question for you that I've been asking people lately, it doesn't have to do with social, it doesn't have to do with social media. It can do with whatever you want. What is one thing you've learned this year about yourself? What is one thing you relearned or something that just sticks out to you that really was like, wow, impactful this year? You know, this kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier with like imposter syndrome. I think I've, like, I've never been so proud of myself. I love that. Like, this year, I'm just, like, I'm, I you feel should like I'm, be. like, blowing myself away sometimes. And I, I don't, I, like, I feel kind of cocky saying that. No. But I don't mean it in that way. I just, when I think about who I was a year ago, I see this really vulnerable person that wasn't confident, that didn't really think she could do anything. And I would, you know, I kind of set myself in this box and when I thought like long-term goals, I was just like not really thinking I was going to be anything great. And now I, I really, I, I, I see myself now in a ways that I didn't see myself before. And I just, I know that you can do whatever you want if you just focus in on it. And I think that that's kind of come to fruition for me and like, things that I just had no idea I could accomplish I've been able to this year and it's because I finally just set aside my own negative thoughts about what I see for my life and I'm just like f it like I don't I don't care anymore like if I want to do this I'm not going to listen to anyone else I'm just I'm gonna do it 
and I'm going to do it good and I'm like manifesting that for myself and I I really am just I'm I'm proud of who I was this year and um I'm I plan to be better next year so yeah I just I think that's what I've come to realize is just I'm just a different person now (laughs) I need to like cut that little part that you just this question and I need to like post it everywhere (laughs) and the first thing I want to say about that is I hate that especially as women I'm not trying to get binary in anybody or sexist but it just is what it is I hate that as women we always feel like we have to downplay our achievements or our or feeling proud of ourselves because we feel like if we do that if we say that somebody is going to feel uncomfortable somebody's going to think wow she's so conceited wow this wow that fuck that I love your answer you should be so proud of yourself literally so fucking proud of yourself and it's like I think we can all do more of that right like we can all everybody listening there there is something that you can be proud of that you're probably not acknowledging for whatever reason and a lot of a lot of the times it's because we downplay our achievements we downplay how we really feel sometimes we don't want to come off as too much we don't want somebody to feel uncomfortable with what we're saying fuck that like you you should be the most proud of yourself other than like than anybody else you know what i mean and exactly something something else i want to ask you about that is like if somebody's listening and they feel like Maddie a year ago, maybe like that, like vulnerable, just not feeling confident, wants to go after things, but is scared and therefore procrastinating because I think procrastination is like fear I've learned through psychology. It's just like literally fear. What is like our, like when people procrastinate, it's fear, like literally fear or laziness. I'm going to say, um, what would you say to, to somebody who is maybe feeling like that? And they're like, fuck, like, okay, I'm feeling inspired after hearing you say that. I want that too. Like, what are a few tangible steps that somebody can take? I think that you, we all need to come up with a reminder somehow, whether it's just like a bulletin board or a podcast or a picture. Like, have something that is readily available for you every single day that reminds you of where you want to be. Mm. And because... There, the days that you're motivated, it's going to be easy. Like, yep. You know, you're going to get a lot done, but we're, most people aren't going to be motivated every single day. It's the days where you aren't motivated that you need to, you know, kick ass at reminding yourself where you want to be. And that's just kind of what I did. It's what every was that thing time, for you? Was it a podcast? It was, was it just... A, was it you? So I... I listen to Ed Milet every love single him. morning. Thank you, The Skinny Confidential. Literally, for introducing love him. Me to him. Yep, he is the best at just like getting my day like kick started. Yep, obsessed with him. But honestly, like for me, and this might not work for everyone. As soon as I felt like I was doing like a self deprecating thing, whether it's me just sitting on the couch, scrolling through TikTok, not doing much, right, or you know, procrastinating something that I really needed to do. I just would remind myself, okay, is this helping me get to the person that I want to be? Is is this helping me? Because if it's not, then just get up and just do something yeah. that helps you get there. And a lot of times you'll, like for me, I just, I was able to get myself up and to go do it. But I think having, like starting your day with something positive that helps keep you focused on your main goal is the best thing to do. And I think that looks different for everyone. But for me... Just a, a heartfelt, motivating podcast does it for me. I love that you said Ed Milet because I adore him. And 
something I've been really thinking about lately is confidence because it took me 28 years to feel confident and I still have bad days, obviously. I'm not a robot, but I'm very fucking confident in the person I am and I can't, like even just saying that out loud is like, what? I never in my life thought I would be able to feel like this in a way, you know? And not that I still don't have work to do, but it's like, it feels great, you know? And I was thinking about it because I really want to, like, I almost want to be able to put it in to a podcast episode, like how I got here. But it's like, there's way too many fucking things that have happened in in my life. But something that Ed Milet said that always, like, I go back to is he thinks that the most confident people or one of the ways to build confidence is by sticking to the promises that you set for yourself. So, like, anything that you say you're going to do, whether it's folding the fucking laundry in 20 minutes or starting, you know, an Instagram page tomorrow. I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be a business, but any whatever it is that you're telling yourself that you want to do, when you do those things and you accomplish the things that you're setting your mind to or you're telling yourself you're going to do, that's how you become more confident because it's almost like you can trust yourself, right? And you're like, oh, I said I was going to do that and I did it. Cool. Now what else can I do? And I love that he framed it that way because I think honestly that's it's a huge part of it. When you expose yourself to the little things that you say that you're going to do, it's almost like your mind is like, okay, cool. Now what else can we do? Let's add this. Let's try that. That was scary, but we did it. Let's do this. And I swear that's like a big part of it. I I think we're also we're a, like as humans, we're results driven. Yep. So we need to come up with ways where we can see results more often so yes like we just checked off a box for ourselves like that's a good result Mm -hmm. we just showed ourselves that we accomplished something so we need to find you know good results in everything that we do because we are results driven as people and you know we want to feel like we accomplished something so you know set little goals throughout the day whether it's finishing your coffee like in your bed allow yourself to feel accomplished in everything that you do and if you don't finish a video on time okay well I'm gonna finish half a video and guess what it 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 makes it easier to get to that place and then by the time you're at the halfway you're like I got it I'm gonna finish the whole thing I got it I got it so it just I think it's just getting up and starting something is what is the hard it's the hardest part you know I mean I think we can all agree that sometimes we're on the couch we turn on the tv and we say this is just going to be for a half an hour and then I'm going to finish whatever I need to do and then we end up being there for five hours so I think we just need to we just need to stand up stand up and you um you can do it we we all can done is better than perfect sometimes I agree just getting something done and don't let social media make you feel like you have to do all of this at once because I think something else that happens online is we see the end result of a lot of different things you don't see right. you don't see everybody's shitty moments you don't see how long it took somebody to to get to where they are you don't see maybe the sacrifices they had to give up um you don't see any of that 
not often. You don't see the mini meltdown while um, editing a video. Nothing. (laughs) People don't see that. So it's so easy to think like, oh my God, she does that with so much ease or it came to her. She's so lucky. She's so lucky. She's so lucky. It's like, no bitch. Like a lot of it is literally hard work and mental like toughness kind of sometimes. And it's hard and not every day is going to be great. But I think, yeah, like don't let social media fool you in that way. And everybody struggles more than you see. Don't be afraid to be fucking proud of yourself. I love that. I literally love the answer you gave because we can all do more of that. And I just, I, it's also, last thing, annoys me because it's like, we see everywhere, right? Like on Pinterest, everywhere. Society's like, be confident, like love yourself, like all this shit. And then you do it and then everyone's like, whoa, 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 like calm yeah. down. Like she's so conceited. Like, oh my God, that like calm what like what you can't can't, win we can't win you can't win (laughs) so it's better to be in that position where you're like fucking you know feeling yourself be there like and fake it until you get there honestly some like most of the days i fake it and then shit happens you know like it just it works so exactly anyway that's a great way to end it i love that (laughs) thank you so much for round three i adore you where can people find you if they want to work with you maddie's a coach as you guys know a social media coach does a million and one thing so i'll let you tell us where we can find you and everything will be linked for people to easily come to you well it was so nice to be on again can't wait for our next one you can find me at choose your glow on instagram and tiktok for skincare and beauty content and then if you are an influencer or business owner and you want to up level up level your instagram or tiktok choose your social on TikTok and Instagram is where you can find me for daily tips. Um, go give Maddie some love and thank you so much again for coming thank on. You. And you inspired thank me you. for the rest of my day and for my weekend. So thank you so you much. You inspired me. I'm like ready to I'm ready to get going today. So literally thank you. same. I'm ready to go like fucking, <laughs> I don't know, do something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you so much. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.